Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor some of my favorite conversations have happened over the rims of mugs i'm denise harper co-host of the bridge morning show with denise and chris and program director for the bridge there's something special about sitting across the table from a friend whether we've known them forever or for just a minute with a good cup of coffee and an open heart i hope today's conversation will inspire and encourage you Welcome to another episode of Over the Rims of Mugs. I'm your host, Denise Harper, and we are actually today in a coffee house. Uh, we're talking over the rims of mugs, like for real, in a real coffee house. So if you hear the noises that you're maybe not used to hearing, it's because we're in a coffee house. <laughs> With real baristas, the steamer, the coffee, yeah, all of that, all the good stuff. So welcome. I'm so glad that you're listening today and watching. Uh, And I want to welcome my guest today, Lindsay Lyons. Hey, welcome, Lindsay. Lindsay and I are co-workers at the bridge, and um, we've known each other for a number of years. Mm -hmm. Uh, The young lady between the two of us is Sarah Clendenning. And I've known Sarah since um, the day she was born. Forever. (laughs) I literally came to the hospital the day you were born to see you. So we go back a ways. (laughs) A long time because I'm getting old. Yeah. Oh, please. Uh, So, Sarah, uh, I love that you would join us today. Uh, We're going to talk about young adults being a young adult believer uh, and what that means, what the kind of things that you face, um, how ladies who are like more my age, how, how can we help you? How, how do we hurt or take away from, uh, you know, so that we can stop doing that? And how can we, you know, make help either mentor or what? So we have a lot to unpack today. I thought maybe we'd start with you sharing just a little bit about your about yourself um, and Lindsay, you want to you want to roll first? Sure. Okay. Um, I'm Lindsay. Um, I guess because we're talking about being young adult female Christians. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm 30. Turned 30 this past June. Mm-hmm. Uh, work for the Bridge. Uh, been back for over a year now. Um, yeah. I we're mean, happy to have those you. Those are the basics. <laughs> and you are not married. Correct. No, okay. I'm single. Uh-huh. All right. And um, yeah, I was gonna say that's, that's not a shameless plug. No. <laughs> Call me, okay? Okay. <laughs> uh, I also know your mama, so I, you know I'd be yes. I would be watching over you. Oh um, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but I also um, wanted to speak to the fact that you both are in similar age range, but have a very different family dynamic. Yes. Yeah. 
And so, um, and Lindsay, you have, how long have you known Jesus as your Savior? Um, so I grew up in church. Okay. Um, in probably about middle school, I kind of have that moment where I walked away from church. Uh, mm-hmm. We had some church hurt um, and just found reasons, sports and things like yeah. that, that would distract us and take us away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in high school, uh, kind of struggled with some things and a friend brought me back to ironically enough the church I grew up in so God has a sense of humor Isn't in that, that and uh, yeah. been chasing him ever since yeah it's been it's been great like chose to go to a Christian college because I knew I had that portion mm-hmm. and knew that's such a pivotal time in life so mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that was kind of my focus mm-hmm. but yeah I love that yeah. you've been chasing after him <laughs> ever since. I mean, it says he's chasing us, but sometimes, you know, I'm like, God, is this right? Is this right? Yeah. (laughs) That's so good. All right, Sarah, tell us a little bit about your family dynamic. Um, I am, my name is Sarah and I'm 28. Um, I primarily uh, take care of my two girls. Um, I have a two-year-old and a one-year-old. I've been married since 2016, so seven years. Um, and we, I don't, we just, we're just going through life. I, I stay home with them. We've made that decision. Mm-hmm. That's so um, I do have, I work part time from home, but mm-hmm. uh, just in this world, we've decided that for them, you know, not to shelter them, but to keep them in a greenhouse and mm-hmm. help them flourish into, um, what we can only hope is training them up to be followers of Christ. Um, yeah. And it's not a not an easy road, but it's one that we've decided is the most important. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that, like a greenhouse. Mm-hmm. That's a great visual so right there. Good. Right? Yeah, because yeah, the great society has said that, you know, oh, well, you're sheltering them. You're not going to, they're not going to be socialized. You're, like, mm-hmm. keeping them. But um, it's really helping them grow into what we we don't want them to fit in society right because society right now is just we'll pray for society but we yeah. want them yeah, to yeah, be yeah. flourishing um for themselves so and for they christ. can impact society as well for christ for the kingdom so you grew up in church I as did. well yes. okay um anything like you are still connected and yeah um yeah I know that we've been able to do some Bible studying together. Um, your mama is one of my um, dear friends, mm-hmm. and we have done so many Bible studies together over the <laughs> years. So I know, and you, one of the things about um, being in a group of ladies, girlfriends who are studying God's Word, and your kids are about the same ages, they just, you know, a lot of times things are more caught than taught. And so Mm. just getting in an environment where you're studying and um, your kids learn that Mm -hmm. too as well. So I love that. All right. So um, what, one of the things that really um, struck me, I wanted to share this scripture because I can remember being your age and um, I was actually involved in ministry, full-time ministry. And I remember, I just loved this verse from First Timothy, First um, Timothy 4, verse 12. You probably know exactly where I'm going. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in the way you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. I just felt like, when I read that scripture, when I was, you know, 
early 20 something. That just really, I, I love that because I was like, I don't have to be embarrassed or feel like I'm less than because I'm young. Mm. That I'm maturing in the faith. It does not matter. I mean, you can meet somebody who's 20 something, 30 something and be very mature in their faith and meet somebody who's in their 60s, 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. who's just a baby yeah. in Christ. And so um, age really doesn't have anything to do with our growth and depth <laughs> and maturity in Christ, right? So um, what are some of the things that um, that are things that draw you closer to Christ? Um, what are some of the things that appeal to you when you're in a group of, of believers? And how, you know, how, as well, is, there, is there something that we say that draws you closer? Something that we say that makes you go, oh, really? <laughs> Lay it on me. <laughs> I can take it. Yeah. So <laughs> Lindsay, she's getting her list out. I'm like, ah. Well, I, I brought this to our attention earlier, but it's so funny because like we're, we're millennials. So we bring our phone yeah. notes with us yes. to the conversation rather yeah. than books or, or things like that. But um, yeah, I think community is so important. And I think so often, sometimes older generations can and can be like, I, I don't need to spend time with young people. They don't they don't value what I have to say. They don't care about what I have to say. But honestly, there have been so many times in life where somebody older than me has spoken wisdom into my life, and I've gotten to learn from their life lessons mm. rather than have to experience that hurt and pain on my own. Yes. And there is so much value that comes in vulnerability when somebody older than you is willing to be open about those situations. Mm, Because I think so, so many times like the enemy will try to like make us quiet down because of those shameful moments. Like don't share that with that person. They're going to judge us. But honestly, if we can glean that wisdom and not have to walk it again, like you're, you're saving a fellow sister in Christ Mm. from, from hurt and pain. So I think that's so important. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sarah? Um, To caveat on that, um, mine is both with that and against it. (laughs) Um, I so often as a mom hear older women say, oh, well, I could never, I would never want to raise children now. Oh, I would never want to have young kids now. Um, And then follow that with, well, when I was growing up, we did it this way. Well, mm. when I was growing up, we did it this way. Yeah. And um, there's such a kind of, it goes back and forth with um, where, no, you guys weren't supposed to have kids right now because you're supposed to be in that mentoring stage. You're supposed to be in that older wisdom stage. Mm. And me with young children now, it is my time. You mm. know, the Lord says that I've, I have had Older Christian women say that if they were me, they would not have children because the world is just too scary. Oh. And as a um, like a young Christian woman raising these two little girls, I pray that they still continue to want to have children, mm-hmm. um, even if the world is scary, um, because it's it will be their time. I mean, in Esther, it says, you know, yeah. for such a time as this, you are born, you're um, capable, and you, like. I will protect you. So I see that for me as a mom, but I also see that for my kids. Like, mm. yeah, the world is so against them right now, but they are for now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So good. And your uh, 
you and your husband praying over them and your family, because mm-hmm. I know your parents and they, I'm, I know they're praying over their grands, uh, just praying God's word, praying that Jesus is strong in them, that they grow in their faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my mom said to me something the other day. She said, uh, she said, when someone was asking her about one of her siblings and about them getting into heaven, you know, and um, she said, I have no doubt that even if it was a last deathbed confession, because he had a praying mom and a praying grandmother mm. that prayed over him every single day. And we, we have such a, um, a responsibility to pray over our children mm-hmm. even before they're here, mm. which I'm sure you were doing. And now, especially when you're putting them to bed at night, just praying that protection over them. Mm-hmm. The Lord spoke to me when my kids were younger. Um, I was really asking him to give me some direction about a specific thing. And I kept waiting to hear from him uh, and it was a moment where I was actually closing um, the zipper on a Ziploc bag. And I heard him say, just like that seal on that Ziploc bag is sealing what's inside that bag. I have sealed your kids with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I have never forgotten that. And my kids were probably in that middle school age, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, you go through some bumpy roads and so sometimes you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm a failure. I'm really, I'm really failing at this. And I would go back to that moment where the Lord promised that he had sealed them with his Holy Spirit. And it ha- I have seen them come full circle because there's a time where our kids, you know that you had to no longer say, I'm, I'm a Christian because my parents are Christians. Mm-hmm. You have to fully believe that Jesus died for you, mm-hmm. right? To embrace your salvation. And that's what you do. Um, that's, and that's how you live. You have to come to that moment. And I, I've loved watching that come to fruition and just be reminded of that. So I'm thankful for God's promises in that. Is there something else that um, in particular is a hot button for you, Sarah? Um, that's a huge one. Um, and I know that it is not from a place of, well, I hope it's not from a place of um, evil. I, right. I pray that. But at the same time, just thinking about how, you know, your words are speaking life or death mm-hmm. into a situation. Yeah. Um, when you have that thoughts, instead, just say, like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm going to get on my knees and pray for these young mothers raising yeah. children in these. I'm going to pray their for wisdom for those mothers, for protection for those children, mm-hmm. um, and just speaking like the word of God and life into those instead of what like the world and Satan yeah. wants you to speak yeah. into it. I think sometimes those kinds of words are thrown out because of fear, mm-hmm. being afraid for themselves. Um, maybe you just put your hand on their arm <laughs> and you pat them and say, you know, would you pray? Mm. Yeah. Would you pray for my kiddos? Because um, all, I mean, we'll never turn down prayer. Mm-hmm. And that gives them something 
positive mm-hmm. to respond to as well. And I, when I first had my first daughter two years ago, I was like kind of feeding into that and I had to make a decision and I had to be like, I'm not going to accept this. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is our time, me as a mother and her as a daughter. Like mm-hmm. this is like, if it was not meant to be, then God would not have made me a mother. But these yeah. children are going to be raised up and trained yeah. to follow the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Lindsay, one of the things that I have loved watching in you is you having um, invited and mentoring some girls in your church or maybe through the school or wherever you've connected with these girls. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I know that they were for a time you were meeting at the community room at the bridge. Mm-hmm. And tell a little bit about that. Well, I think it, it kind of almost goes along with what Sarah was talking about of like you get these voices in your head, but you know that you're on the journey or on the path that God's put you on. Yeah. But even though these voices are like helpful, they make you question it. So yeah. I was actually having a conversation with a friend of mine last night on the phone because like recently friends of mine have been like, well, I know life is super busy and I know it's difficult right now. And I'm like, I'm really enjoying my life. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm working a lot or things like that, or I'm like spending more time at home, but I'm liking this season, you know? Mm. And so then you, you face this weird thing of like, am I wrong for liking should this I be? season? Because you're questioning it. So should I question it? And then we were talking last night about how, no, it's just, it's different. It doesn't yeah. mean I'm wrong. It doesn't mean you're wrong. But when we're wrong is when we start to push those agendas on each other. Mm. And I think it's it's so good to speak into the younger generation because so growing up your life is like so accounted for like your schedule so you go from like being a young child into like elementary school middle school high school college if you choose to do it Mm -hmm. and then you hit post-college and that's pretty much kind of the rest of your life like and who knows like only god knows what timing things are going to work like sarah said she got married in 2016 i'm still not married yet and that's okay like again Mm -hmm. they're just different Mm -hmm. but when you're new in that season you're like oh hold on i just stepped out of college so that means i should get married and then when that Mm -hmm. season takes a little bit longer you're like oh, what's wrong with me? Or did I say no to the wrong person when you probably said no for a reason, but you start questioning those things. And then when people speak into that, you start to question it more, you know? And it's funny because you had asked us like, hey, what's like harmful to like other generations? And honestly, I think there's this want to play matchmaker because they're like, you're Mm. a great person and you deserve (laughs) to be settled down. I'm like, that's great, but do your homework first. <laughs> don't just, don't just like, you're single and he's single, yeah. so you should get together. And then Ding. you're sitting on that like blind date and you're like, what does this person think of me that this is a good fit? Well, how am I portraying myself? Like, and not that either of us are bad. We're just not a good fit for each other. So yeah. I'm like, older generations, like just make sure as you decide to play matchmaker that you're <laughs> mindful of the the personalities that you're trying to match together. Right. But, but yeah, but these younger generations, they don't know. They're all new to this. Mm. So they're getting hit by this, this time in life like a Mack truck. And it's like, yeah. well, hold on. It's okay. This yeah. is normal. Mm-hmm. You don't have to freak out. You don't have to rush into anything. It's going to be fine. Like, yeah. you know, and 
there's so much value in it because like I co-led the group with somebody who was a little bit younger than me but married Mm -hmm. so you had like Mm. these two pictures kind of like Sarah and I sitting here today Mm -hmm. at this table of your life could go in different trajectories and again it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong yeah right that's so good We hope you're enjoying this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs, made possible by Iconic Sparkle. Get fun and fashionable accessories such as necklaces, earrings, and bracelets that can go with any outfit for any occasion for just $5. Owner Mandy Heinch desires to change the world through her accessories and what it allows her to offer. Fashion accessory advice, boosting confidence, and training those who want to start their own business. Learn more at IconicSparkle.com or on their app. Tell us something good from this past year that has been really a, a, a blessing as we're into 2024. Tell us something good that happened in 2023 that has been such a delight for you. It could be spiritual. It could be um, something personal, you know, whatever it is that, that comes to your mind. So I had to think a little bit about this. So I, I started like very meticulously being like, okay, what happened in January? What happened in February? What happened in March? Because like thinking over last year, yeah. because it was, it's kind of been a whirlwind. It has been like a whirlwind. It, it's been a lot, but I think that's because I'm in this newer position at the bridge. Mm-hmm. I originally worked for the bridge right out of college. You know that, mm-hmm. but I came back and now I'm working in what I like studied in versus events. And it, it's very different and it's, it's grabbed me a different way. And I, I absolutely love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Um, but it's been a whirlwind. Like you and I <laughs> laughed the other day cause you're like, well, when it's not busy, I was like, I've been here over a year, and I don't think there's a non-busy season. There is one of those seasons, <laughs> but it's but it's great, you know. And um, but I will say, because I couldn't land on like a specific event, it's more of like I've gained so much confidence in my craft. Like we're, I'm kind of in this season, like late 20s, early 30s. You start to be like, okay, I've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I picked what I kind of wanted to do. I found my like niche and I'm enjoying it and now I don't realize it because it's been normal the way that I talk about it but as I teach people I'm like oh this is not common knowledge to everybody and you you start to step into this oh I'm I'm like almost 10 years into this profession I'm now the knowledgeable one when did this happen (laughs) you know and uh, I I was talking to a friend about this the other day because uh, she does physical therapy and she's like I'm like you know so much and she was like I know I don't know when this happened but (laughs) it's because we've gained it over the years and it feels like the time is just flying by but then we look back and we know so much so I really think it's been like a step in confidence and then being like okay I'm good at this but I can be better it's no longer having that like as much as the imposter syndrome of like I'm in over my head. I don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. It's more of like, okay, my feet are grounded. Now, how do I continue to move forward in this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny that you say that because I was in the same thing as I, so at the very end of 2022, I had my second daughter. They are only 14 months apart. Um, (laughs) I forever and ever wanted to be a mom. Um, I'm sure mm-hmm. you remember running around with baby dolls or real yes. babies. Oh yes, <laughs> when I was old enough. Yep. Um, so I had my first daughter in 2021, my second daughter in 2022, and this last year in 2023, I have 
just loved to fully envelop being a mom and a mom of two and finding a routine. And I'm getting into having a toddler. So going to um, story times and different little like parks and finding what that means to be a mom and the joy that they have and the joy that I have seeing them and playing with them and stepping into being that more confident mom because I've been a mom now for like two years and I've gotten my routine together and um, the same kind of thing of just being like, oh, like I'm stepping into being a mom and I'm not like this brand new mom with this little six week old where I feel overwhelmed, like I've got this, like I can take them both out and we go on outings and do all these things. And um, I've helped a couple other moms that are, have younger kids being more confident in getting out of the house mm-hmm. and going and doing the things and finding the activities. And it's that same kind of thing of like, oh, okay, yeah, I do have this. It wasn't, at first I was going to say my first daughter being born was the happiest, or my second daughter, because she was born in November. But I was like, wait, that was, she's actually, <laughs> was technically, but um, yeah. yeah, I think just really stepping into that role and embracing it. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and beautiful. Each each are beautiful seasons mm-hmm. of life. So I love that. I love that you're both really embracing that mm-hmm. and enjoying the moments because it just goes by so fast. Yeah. It just I'm sure you hear that repeatedly from folks my age. <laughs> <laughs> but it is truth that I wish I had, you know, really really gotten a grasp of you know, before, but just enjoying every moment. So Mm -hmm. enjoy the season. And I, you know, I pray that we would enjoy every season of life that we're in because um, they're each meant to be gifts that God gives us. So I love that. I'm enjoying the season that I'm in as well. So (laughs) I'll just throw that in there too. (laughs) So what do you struggle with? What's something that you struggle with? Sarah, you want to start? Um, I know it was, it's kind of a broad answer, but connection. It's just so hard yeah. to be connected into something. Um, I think that a lot of social media and everything like that, it puts up this front of being connected to people. But I think that there is a vast difference from knowing a lot of people connecting on a very base level kind of oh yeah let's go hang out let's go do this activity Mm. hey you doing okay cool text message sent you know but Mm -hmm. getting that connection that's like grounded that's I will call you at midnight because I don't know you know how to get through this night because Mm. it's just there's so much going on and or like you know calling somebody and being like I need you to come over now because Mm. I can't um and just like finding those people that will really pick you up when you're down. I think that it's so hard because people are so busy. They don't want that because it's too nitty gritty. Mm. People don't want to dig in. People don't want to expose, you know, this themselves that they don't think is social media worthy. Mm. Um, we've built this society that is so keeping up with the Joneses mm. that um, it's hard to be like, hello, I'm not a Joneses. Like, not (laughs) yeah yeah um so finding that those people that will just take you as you are where you're at Mm -hmm. and um 
and taking them where they're at too and having not just a one-sided but a connection where you both are invested and you both want to see the other succeed and getting down on the bad days and you know picking up on the good um but i think that's so missing in so many levels how have you been able to find connection still looking okay (laughs) yeah i get it especially you know uh Finding people, I think, sometimes that have that same life uh, family balance that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was one of the greatest things for me, thinking of your mom, Sarah, mm-hmm. and uh, the other girls that were in our little group of, you know, that we met every Friday morning for years, mm-hmm. years and years. And our kids were kind of all the same age. In the summer times, we would meet, sometimes we'd meet at the pool. Mm-hmm. We'd have Bible study. The kids could just have at it in the, in the pool, you know, or on the playground in a park. Uh, McDonald's, the, when, back when ball pits were still around <laughs> and playgrounds Aww. and play places so and stuff. Um, you know, those were, we'd literally sit there and have Bible study sometimes and let, let the kids play just so that you could have that connection. Um, um, that, that helped mm-hmm. for sure. But I think it has gotten more intense mm-hmm for finding that you're more isolated. It's funny that we call like our feed, it's like a feed, a news feed or Mm. a, you know, a feed on our Facebook or our Instagram Mm -hmm. going through the feed, but it doesn't actually feed us. No, Mm -mm. It actually robs us. Uh, And so it's so important to actually have connection with skin on. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So important. Mm -hmm. And doing it in person, too, because I think, like, for so often, like, you are okay with a text message or you're like, oh, yeah, life's busy. Let's do a phone call. But, like, there's something to be said about, like, physically, like we are right now, like Mm -hmm. physically at the same table, eye contact, like Mm -hmm. having that emotional side so that you can have those conversations and you know where each other really at. I remember um, during COVID, um, I was, like, doing counseling and... Um, we obviously had to do like the, the remote, like through zoom and stuff. And as soon as we didn't have to anymore, I was driving down to Salisbury just to see my counselor in person, because I was like, there are so many things that I'm doing like with like my, um, like facial things or like body motions or things like that, that you can't see that. I feel like I'm not utilizing this surface to its full potential. (laughs) And it's the same way in our friendships. Yeah. Like I could sit across the, or I could sit on the phone with Sarah and be like, yeah, everything's good. Like da, 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 da. And then if I'm sitting here and I'm like, everything's good. Like, you know, she can see those pauses and those nuances that don't just come across over the phone. And a lot of times when we're doing phone calls, let's be honest, it's like we're doing other things in the background too. Mm -hmm. So we're really paying that much attention other than we've convinced ourselves it's more than a text message. Yeah. 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 Well, and the more we spend time together, the more we get to know each other's body language and nuances and and know. Yeah. We know when you're not coming clean. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me what's really going on. No, really. Tell me. (laughs) All right. What helps? Um, I would say um, it goes along with what Sarah's kind of like hurting in. What helps Mm -hmm. is the community. And I think that's why it's like an area that's hard for you because you know it'll help. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, like I I find that most in church. um, And it's one of those things where I go to a bigger church. um, So finding that in church means like 
signing up to serve or doing mm-hmm. small groups or doing those things that makes the big church feel smaller. Yeah. Um, but I always say that like my church has this habit of magnetizing really great people to it, but you have to take the time to get to know them because yeah. it's so easy to just like walk in and out and like not even notice who you're walking in and out with um, to the extent where um, I, I used to work for the same church. Um, and when I did, Sunday mornings was work for me. Um, so I yeah. would be personable, but there was a level of focus that I just couldn't have because I was like on for work, you know. And uh, there was this girl that I would have small conversations with here and there, and we got along well enough, but really never went anywhere. Um, and a couple weeks ago, she was filling in where I was doing physical therapy. And I was like, okay, like, I'm going to pay attention to this. So I asked her, I said, hey, are you going to this event that we're having at church? And she's like, I don't know, like, my boyfriend is work, and I don't know if I want to go alone. I'm like, well, I'm the last patient for the day. You're working. Like, why don't we grab dinner, and then we can go together? And she's like, uh, okay, you know. And, it, like, it's funny how people that you pass by in certain seasons, God will bring them to a separate space where you can encounter them deeper yes. in separate spe- seasons. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's like it's – slowing down kind of what we talked about being present in the moment where you're able to like observe those like kind of uh, meeting points that God's put and be like, okay, maybe I need to pay attention to this. And, um, some of the best advice that I got right out of college, uh, one of my mentors from college was like, friendships as adults is like dating. <laughs> and we're like, oh boy. <laughs> and Here we she's go. Like, she's like, the reason why is you're no longer sitting in a classroom where you can turn to your right and your left and be like, hey, you look pretty cool. Let's be friends. You know, like you're moving in your own pace. They're moving at their pace. And you have to kind of like stop long enough to see if you even have anything in common with them. Um, And sometimes you don't. And that's okay. So it's like asking that person out to coffee. And like if it's like kind of awkward and bumpy like a a date is. And you're like, hey, this is nice. (laughs) Maybe never do it again. But but you don't know until you take the chance. Because at the same time, too, like this girl that I used to only have like five minute here or there conversations with, we spent over two two hours at dinner and then we're like, oh, crap, we got to go. Like we're going to be late to church. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you just find those common threads and conversations and things like that. But but yeah, um, community is is so helpful, especially because you've touched on this, too. The culture that we live in is so, like, against what we as Christians live for. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm single. I've chosen a life of abstinence and purity. Um, But any TV show, movie that you watch, anything, they put some kind of scene in there that you really don't need to be watching. Like, this is the culture that we live in. Um, And to the point where, again, you have to remember you're on your your own journey Mm -hmm. because... There are other people that I'm friends with that are Christians that are like, oh, no, I'm okay with doing this. And I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. I feel a little convicted about that, you know. Um, So you really have to feel that out, especially the older that you get with, like, online dating and this and that and the other thing. And, you know, like, people being in different spots and being like, oh, well, you're you're old enough, blah, blah, blah. But it's a challenge to continue to say no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. So you have to remember your, your why behind it Mm -hmm. and you have to like refocus that and stuff like that. So the more people that you can have in your life that encourage that refocusing, be like, Mm -hmm. Hey, like this is something you mentioned is important to you. And I just want to remind you that you mentioned it's important to you in case you kind of forgot that in this season or like something Mm -hmm. happened that kind of like shook you up a little bit. And you're like, it stinks to hear sometimes, but you're like, no, thank you for keeping me in line. Yeah. 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 So you welcome that. Yeah. I mean, I, I you might not like it. Yes. I, I have told a couple friends. I'm like, look, I might like it. 
that, that kind of feedback always leaves like not the best taste in anybody's mouth. But if it's a blind spot for you and somebody else sees it and doesn't vocalize it, then that's them yeah. like letting you walk into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that they love you. Yeah. And want the best for you. Correct. Yeah. That so makes you a take difference. it and you're chewing on it a little bit and yeah. then you come back and you're like, you're right. And I've been thinking more about it and blah, blah, blah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so when someone a uh, little more mature mm-hmm. than you comes to you and says something, we, we have to take a step back and say, well, we spoke what we felt like mm. we could see. Right. And, but, but I'm not the Holy Spirit. Correct. Yeah. Thank the Lord. <laughs> yeah. um, and neither are you. And yeah. so we have to let, we, we speak the truth in love. Right. And then the Holy Spirit is the one responsible for working that out. Right. And I think the, the important part of that, like mentoring thing, kind of like Rachel touched on is like, feel free to give your opinion, but don't feel like it's gospel truth. Mm-hmm. Like there, we might be in different seasons or experiencing things different or whatever yeah. that looks like. And don't let that hurt your feelings just because you said something and we didn't take it mm-hmm. like as 100%, like we need to walk forward in that because there's probably a bunch of different levels or layers yes. that you don't see. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's true. not saying like, don't ever, like you, you told somebody younger than you one time advice and they never listen. So I'll never tell anybody what to do again. It's like, don't do that. Like, that's not healthy for anybody. What is something as we're kind of coming in for a landing here, what, what is something that you're really excited or looking forward to in this, uh, in the new year as, as we're getting into 2024, what's something that you've been dreaming about, you're hoping for, you're working toward, is there something Maybe on your goals list. We are building a house, so <gasps> wow. hopefully we'll be moving into our forever home. Yay! Perfectly yes. on my knees. <laughs> please, please, please. It's been a long time. I love that. Um, but yeah, looking forward to just kind of um, getting through the building process, moving in, and just being able to rest. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Backyard? Yeah. Yeah. Have to. Two kids. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Gosh. I would say, honestly, so um, Denise knows I like to travel. I like to go places. I like to. But um, the older I get, the more I'm like, I want to make sure when I'm traveling, I'm absorbing what I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. Because it's so easy for me. Like, if you follow Enneagram, I'm Enneagram 7. I like no experiences. (laughs) So it's so easy for me to be like, at this time, I'm going to do this. And this time, I'm going to do this. And this time, (laughs) I'm going to do this. And I'm going to eat here. And blah, blah, blah. And this is my roadmap. Blah, blah. But there's something so special about when you go to those places to kind of like really letting yourself soak it in. Mm -hmm. Of like, yeah, I want to get coffee at this place. But I want to like sit here for an hour and a half and like read a book. And just kind of like see what God puts in my path. Or like, I want to weirdly like something I've really enjoyed doing is going to like um oh gosh like gardens like arboretums or things like that where you kind of like walk outside and take Mm -hmm. nature but it's it's still very um like cultivated and like Mm -hmm. mapped out and you get a chance to like take things in and have little god moments and and stuff like that but because it's early 2024 I'm planning out, obviously, all yes. my trips for the year. Yes. We have, we're have we figuring out when our bridge events fall. And I'm like, okay, so when can yeah. I go on vacation based on exactly. this? And where can I go? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and um, so I have a couple of things that I'm, like, considering. But I'm also like, okay, God, like, 
let me be okay knowing that those places aren't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Those people aren't going anywhere. If I can't do it all in one year, that's okay. Yeah. Because, you know, finances. (laughs) Everything's going up. I got like the thing in the mail talking about how health insurance is going up. I'm like, okay, add it to the list, you know. So So true. Yep. So, you know what's beautiful about what what you both shared is that you're both creating space. Mm -hmm. Creating space for something new Mm -hmm. and um, beautiful, something that you'll enjoy a new season. Mm -hmm. Um, Lindsay, I loved what you said about creating, you know, like taking advantage, going to find a garden somewhere Mm -hmm. and just taking that time to have. and, And... and Sarah, with you building a home and creating a space mm-hmm. for your family um, and what God's going to do as your family grows and mm-hmm. those girlies just grow up. I know. I want to squeeze them down a little bit right? longer. It's going a little too fast. <laughs> that whole scrunch factor never works. Oh. I've tried it. I've tried it. Um, I've tried it. <laughs> if I can share something like yeah. on that. Um, in preparation for this was mm-hmm. reading, like trying to find like good verses. Cause Sarah and I are both like, do you have Bible verses? <laughs> <laughs> um, but just Hebrews 12, one talks about um, mm. running the race with perseverance. Yeah. Um, and we glaze over that and we're like, yeah, it's a, it's a race. But like that word perseverance, one tells us it's going to be difficult yeah. and two tells us it's going to take time. Yeah. So I think it, it comes into that whole like timing thing of mm-hmm. like, it's not our own timing, but in the moment, can we, can we be okay with that? Yeah. yeah. So wise. Uh, Lindsay and Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to share your heart. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love what you, what you've shared and, I hope that it helps all of us to think a little bit more about what we say mm. and what we mean and how we can encourage one another, mm-hmm. regardless of our age or where we are sitting in our faith. Um, this is a journey, and mm. we get a chance to connect and do this journey together for whatever time that God puts us together. And so it is yeah. such a great joy to be able to connect. And so I appreciate you sharing your hearts, being a little vulnerable today. (laughs) Um, But I pray that that helps and and, um, helps all of us Mm -hmm. to learn how to love each other well. Yeah. So thank you, girls. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So thank you to Lindsay and to Sarah. And thank you for joining us today. Till the next sip, I'm Denise Harper and Over the Rims of Mugs. We were never meant to journey alone. Whether you're having a great day or a hard one, we need each other to celebrate and to stand in the gap. Sharing our stories helps remind us that we're not alone. And when we sit with women who sit at the feet of Jesus, the conversations are different. We walk away feeling inspired, not inferior, because we know this Christian walk is a race, but not a competition. Thank you for listening to this episode of Over the Rims of Mugs. To share a comment, suggest a topic, or ask a question, email us, podcast at wearethebridge.org. And please join me for a daily devotion on my blog entitled Treasured Inside. You can find it directly at deniseharper.blog or at wearethebridge.org slash devotion. Until our next sip, I'm your host, Denise Harper, encouraging you to catch up with a friend or make a new one and enjoy some good conversation over the rims of mugs.